one never talked to me Bought her a coat and Jim Bean Staying a bourbon on her lips Big tab and a $20 tip She put her hand on my thigh So I grabbed my wallet and opened Didn't like me, but she loved my money. Paired my clouds and made sunny. She wanted bread and I wanted honey. She didn't like me, but she loved my money. Asked her if I could take her Nice fancy little country song there. Fits perfectly into the relationship our main characters have in this movie. It's this movie that none of you guys are going to listen to, even though you're, you should. You know, Griff, every time we get some momentum, because we're killing it right now. Oh, yeah. I go, I throw ice cubes on the boner because I go, we got, because I'm like, I want to do something I want to do. Yeah. Like a, little, a deeper cut. No. And it always kills our momentum, but hey, whatever. Like, our fans aren't quite at the sexual peak that we're at. I mean, this is a very sexual movie. Well, we're sex gods. I mean, I proved it last week when I read that erotica. Yeah, you were telling me you've been getting a lot of weird, like, hey, can you come? Well, not weird. It makes sense. It makes sense. You're right. I shouldn't say weird. But you've been getting a lot of requests to come uh, dub their babies. I, I didn't dub know we them? offered this service. Well, how would you describe it? They want us to come out there and, like, Put our hand on their baby because they're naming their babies after us. Well, yeah, there was a, a huge spate of prayer. I, mean, I feel bad because we still are going through this baby formula crisis. Here. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Do they think uh, that we have baby formula in the Laserdisc vault? Is no, it, we don't. We don't. I mean, I'm drinking some right now, but, but I like that. It gives me that rich, phlegmy <laughs> sound in my voice that you guys love. Um, yeah, apparently there's spontaneous immaculate conceptions after that erotic reading I did for Highlander 3. Yeah, it didn't help that I It's not all me. I didn't... Uh, I think Swed Swedson was his Swed name. Swedson, Swedson, I think you said his Swed name was. Sweaty Swedson. Sweaty Swedson. He wrote... I was just a conduit for you his were just words. A I mean, I elevated it. It didn't help that I put the fucking music behind it, It did not too. help it at all. And as Sweat Swedson said in that song, or in that... Uh, <laughs> the review. Or, in the review... This music is so sex. <laughs> yeah, so, it's, it's to quote him in quotes. In quotes, fuckable music. <laughs> fuckable music, yeah. and it proved to be true because yeah. I mean, we just yeah. released that not even a week ago, and babies are being born. But they weren't even being fucked. It was just it was like I said, immaculate conception. They were being fucked by my words. So I was fucking them softly with my words. Fucking them softly. That, that's my favorite seventies song. Fucking me softly. Oh, I thought that was a Fuji's. They must have covered it. Well, Fu- yeah, Fuji's covered. Fuji's yeah. covered yeah. it. We're it turned flag. it into killing me softly. No, well, no, it was. Yeah, it was originally fucking me softly. Yeah, it with was his, with his dick. Yeah, and they said killing softly with his kiss. Speaking of fucking people softly, my God, this movie is very sexual. It's all about fucking. The seventies, dude. We were all about fucking back then. I mean, you think you got Jim Kelly in this movie, a very yeah. fuckable man. Yeah. But he's playing the Steve James role in this. Yeah, well, yeah, the thankless Steve James role. I, I mean, he. We weren't even, ready for unless you're in black exploitation. America wasn't ready for yeah. black sex. Yeah, this is true. And um, I mean, even in the nineties, Arnold was supposed to bang that one chick in Commando. 
But they were the like, 80s. the South will refuse this movie, yeah. so we can't. And they were just like friends. Yeah. So, good job, South. And she was only half black. She was only half black. Come oh. on. But uh, what were we getting at? Golden we're... Needle. Joe Don Baker. Oh, yeah. This, we... is our first, this isn't our first movie with him. He was in Ring of Steel, I want Ring to call. of Steel. It was like three years ago. But he was a, he was a supporting player. This is a star. This, he's walking tall. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did there. Uh, in this movie, Joe Don Baker. I, I should hate Joe Don Baker. Should. But he's just too, he's like a giant teddy bear. He's so lovable. I don't know if it's that southern, that sweet southern drawl he's yeah. got. Because there is some ginty-ass quality. But like, like, there is. There, there, there's this, this je ne sais quoi about Joe Don that works. And like if Ginty had played this role, I'd be like, stab him in the dick with these golden yeah. needles. I, I hate that you put that into my mind because I can immediately put... Uh, Ginty into this role and it's far worse movie. So like Joe Don Baker gets what he is and he plays his character exactly how he portrays himself. Right, because he doesn't even attempt to do kung fu. He's just like a bear mauling something. This is all taking place in Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Yeah. Hong Kong. Yeah. So doesn't care. He's just like no American style. People right. are like he. They're they're building him up. We get the Steven Seagal build up. Oh, I got a guy. He's the greatest cat burglar. <laughs> he came over here just to cat burglar. We get to see Burgle that some cats. his burgling tactics is literally just punching a window. <laughs> right. I love it. Like right. and and the fact that he is He's the most American cat burglar. He is such a sleaze, and he knows that the only people he can cozy up to are oh, ugly others. women and women out of his class. Well, I guess that doesn't work. But he low life women. Low life woman. Yeah. There we go. So I'm excited to talk about this movie because it's gonna be a it's gonna be a punk rock yeah. song. We're gonna get in and out of this fucking shit. And, yeah, or we'll be or we'll get stuck on some lore because there is some weird lore happening. But speaking of weird lore, we threw out way too much information in our Highlander two or Highlander three episodes. Information or questions? Yeah, <laughs> we asked the greatest questions. We we you gave get, the greatest answers. We don't know if they were right. We gave the plots to eight different episodes of the Highlander TV show that should be in production right now. Yeah, they, we're should, just, they should reboot it. Are you listening, HBO Max? Yeah, we're just waiting. We're actually supposed to be meeting them halfway. We're going to meet like somewhere in the middle of the U.S. in a ring with a table, and we're going to do a contract signing for all the world to see. I can't wait to flip that table. <laughs> You're going to flip it? I said Murray's going to have That's how you end a contract signing. Actually, we're both going to get our own tables. So we can both flip our tables. Like it. Yeah. So it, amongst that, we asked a lot of questions because, hey, look, we said it on the episode. We're not the greatest Highlandologists. We're just, We're just the greatest podcast. Yeah. Oh. And so there was a question. If there's not a Highlander in sight when another Highlander dies, what happens to the quickening if he's surrounded by people? What if he accidentally gets beheaded by a train or something? Do, yeah. Does it go into everybody? And we did learn from our good friend Mike. He did say that it, it the humans cannot contain it. Their vessels are not. So no, but you enough. don't like just take a slice of someone's skills. Like I don't learn how to eat pussy the greatest way. Because no that Highlander could. No, sounds like no you get tricks. I mean, I think we could do an episode where one guy's just special enough. Is that why that guy's eyes shot out of his head in Highlander 2? Remember that? I don't remember that. That's all we're, I remember from they were on, they were on a subway. I don't remember. The, what was happening? 
Michael Ironside, I think, was on a subway. The guy's eyeballs. It was the worst. Like, it wasn't, I can't even call it a special effect. It was just makeup. It was just the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like early 80s cheap special effects. I like yeah. it. He literally just had the glasses with the eyeballs of the springs and then go on. Boing! I like it. We're going to hear that noise later. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't remember if there's any more Highlander facts, but (laughs) hey, you know what? That's a good episode. Go listen to that shit. We should actually, we should say, we should tack on a Highlander. Go listen to this episode because this is going to be a great episode. Oh, yeah. That you're going to sleep on because it's like. I don't like. It's like it's like sometimes I feel like our audience is like the people who don't like uh, won't watch black and white movies. It's like we don't like seventies movies. Yeah, I wish we could do a show just about seventies. All you guys want is nineties movies. We hate nineties movies. They're too long. Yeah, too slick. It, exactly. And we'll be talking about that at the end of the episode. You're gonna get an earful from me at the end of the episode. Yeah. But Highlander, go listen to it. Keep listening to this first. Yeah, we're, you're gonna have to get through this one. You're locked in now. Right. That's you're, actually yeah, you're on the edge of your seat. Once you, you hear it, you're like, I can't stop. It's like potato chips. Right. Potato chips. We're Speaking the potato, of potato chips of podcasts. Yeah, we are the potato chips. You can't have just one. We're not the Pringles. Potato cast. Potato cast. That's probably <laughs> a podcast that could be made. You know, I tried to plant some potatoes out back, and the fucking deer stole them. A fucking deer. Fucking deer. Deer like potatoes. I didn't know that. I guess they do, or maybe a squirrel dug it out. But a squirrel. It's not there anymore. That's that's the important part or the tragic part. It's a part. Yeah. How about I just eat the potato instead of planting it? Uh, it was already getting all stalky and everything, so I said, "Fuck that! I don't want that shit." Potatoes are a nickel. I just bought new potatoes. I never really thought about it. It's like, how do you grow a potato? Because yeah, you use a potato to grow a potato. He's <laughs> like, do potatoes grow off of one potato? Yeah, they're ruts. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. That's an awkward pause. No, it was a good pause. Okay. It's so everyone could think about potatoes and how they grow. Okay. You know, sometimes you need to just digest the information we throw. We paused several times last week, and people think that we were stopping, stuttering, lost our train of thought. No, it's so you guys can take a moment (laughs) to process. Yeah, I know. There's heady ideas that we have in every episode. It's like... It's like we're like Aristotle and Socrates. Yeah. So if we were trying to sell this movie before we go to trailer, Joe Don Baker. Yeah. Every man Joe Don Baker. Every man Joe Don Baker is hired to retrieve a statue with the power to restore sexual status in a man. Yeah, it was the original Viagra. Before Viagra, you had to have acupuncture on your dick yeah. in order to make it hard. And almost like Fist of the North Star. And you need, a, you need like a professional to do that. Yeah. Now you just take a pill. You, yeah. have to, you just have to hire an acupuncturist to get a boner. And you, even if you got the top guy, you you were still at risk. It's like eating the fugi fish or whatever it is, the blowfish. Right. One millimeter off and it's death. Yeah. That's really weird how that, that works out. Like, it's either boner or death. I. I guess those just it can't like, just be like nothing happens. You yeah, know? it's just like how our brains are wired, and and the pleasure sometimes gets twisted a little bit, and people get into feet. It's just that <laughs> that slight that slight variation, and next thing you know, you're tweeting at AOC at all hours of the day, asking if you could just see her feet once. People are sick. <laughs> I think they're okay. 
I don't get AOC in the middle of the night saying, I want to see your okay, feet. I that, think part, all right. that part is sick. <laughs> I, I thought you meant the feet people in general. No, I don't, I don't get it, but whatever floats your boat. Uh, and, that nerve didn't twist for us. I, I, uh, I love armpits. <laughs> You're not there, are, there are people who are in there. What is that? I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. No. Well, I like the old some, fashioned sex parts. Here's a couple of the sexual perversions of the world, and we're about to learn them. What is your sexual perversion? Necks. You like necks? Slopes and necks. Oh, yeah, because you like to fuck necks. I, I like to fuck that. necks, yeah. I mean, come on. I so, taught you at your old job, neck fucking is the best fucking. And then I tried it. I was like, he's an idiot. And I tried it. You know, I had a bender one night, and I was just like, you know what? Here's what's going to happen now. And you got to get a woman with a long enough neck. You can't have somebody so with a short neck. The, like, the ones that have the rings that stretch their neck. Is that where that came from? Yeah, that's actually the where The African that came tribe from. came up with neck fucking? Yeah. And, of course, white people culturally appropriated, took it for themselves. Wait, well, always. we have to take everything. If we don't, England will, and we can't let those fuckers beat us to it. Exactly. So I'm, let's just get to this fucking trailer. Here it is, the cure for small dick energy. It's golden needles. According to an ancient legend, the human body has seven forbidden acupuncture points. If stimulated correctly with a special golden needle, the result is everlasting youth, pleasure, and vitality. Incorrectly, the result is agonizing death. From the gracious mansions of Beverly Hills to the teeming waterfront of the China Sea, seven people seek the treasure of pain and pleasure the fabulous golden needles it's beautiful as they say uh two hundred and fifty thousand you're insane we shall match any amount of money that is offered what do you want thirty thousand american dollars you got it seven desperate people on one desperate chase to find the golden needles. He who owns them can rule the world. Welcome back. Great trailer. Great trailer. Probably explained the movie really well. Right. Probably going to repeat what we're going to say in the next couple seconds. Oh, yeah. So you open up with a little exposition. We see this shitty-looking statue. I I wasn't impressed with it. It was not. For that being the main prop of the movie... They did not put much work into it. No. I guess they were trying to make it really old, though. So think about that. It looked like something a caveman would put together. Yeah. And cavemen, of course, did invent acupuncture. Of course they did. Well, everybody was a caveman at one time. Right. Before fire came acupuncture. Right. And so, yeah, we see the statue. It's of of a man, I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I want to guess genders. I mean, it didn't have genitals, so. It did not have genitals, which makes, which is weird, because this is all about, this is a fucking statue. I mean, it's, it's I, called the Golden Needles of Ecstasy statue. To maybe it, like a lady dries up down there and helps her get it wet again. So, <laughs> yeah, see, this is what I don't understand. We'll get into, like, there's, there's a whole Highlander mystery behind the statue, because I'm immediately, it's called, it's literally called the Golden Needles of Ecstasy statue. And I'm like, oh, it gives you a boner. That's yeah, all it does. That would make no, sense. No, apparently it's got many, many powers, but in the beginning, it's just... It, it it's seven acupuncture points, yes. and they're labeled on the body. See, it's it's like only an an idiot could fuck this up. I don't know why it's so hard to do this. They literally have every point 
Well, you got to know how to do the the puncture based on scale model because this is a scale model of a human. Yeah, it's you know? one six. So you need to be able to like figure that out. That's got to be pretty tough. And you you have to have the tri lens thing. You got to yes. pull each one. Yeah. But if you do it correctly, absolute sexual pleasure. Yes. If you go a millimeter off, yeah. death. So I think the needle has to go in an exact pore on your body. So it makes me believe, is there something about the statue itself? It has some innate magical powers? Because you seem like all you would need is a picture of this statue. You wouldn't even need the statue there. Yeah. You know, this might be, we saw it last week, that our, our, our sorcerer, Nanakin... Maybe that was Nic- his name? <laughs> Nanakin Skywalker, yeah. <laughs> Nanakano. Nankano. Nakano. Nakano. Yeah. He had the statues that could turn their face and everything. Maybe you he You know he had a gold he had a golden needle of ecstasy statue Maybe stored somewhere. He made it. I actually remember seeing in Connor McLeod's like Yeah. Anything. Remember you see if you zoom in, you go you go you get the laser disc, you go enhance. Yeah. Enhance. Right next to that autograph picture of his son. <laughs> It's a golden needle statue. How do you think he's been keeping this bitch Sarah around for th- hundreds of years? Right. How do, you, he, how do you think he's so fuckable? Exactly. The sexual movements. Yeah. The choreography. He's He doesn't even have to worry about it being placed in the wrong spots because he's a goddamn Highlander. So we can go to any Joe Schmo and be like, yeah, just put these needles where it is. That would like. make that. Write this down. This would be another great episode of the Highlander show where he goes to j- 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 China? J- <laughs> And he's like, he, he finds the statue, and he learns how to fuck that way. Yeah, I yeah. like this. Yeah, this is working. We've already got like seven episodes for our Highlander show. Though. Right, and that's all you need nowadays for a streaming show, seven, eight episodes. Yeah, it's going to be good, too. So, we, like I said, they tell you how what's the deal with the statue. The credits roll, and then we see Chinese Sigmund Freud. That's what he looked like to me. He looked like Sigmund Freud. <laughs> and he actually said, sometimes a cigar is a substitute for a penis. And they drive him in. He's got, like you said, he's got the fucking horn rim glasses with not one, but two magnifying glasses on it. Yeah. And so he's got to actually, like, articulate them into you place. Think he would, if this is so important, he'd have, like, tape measures and shit and everything. But no, all he needs is this fucking. The real skill is in his soul. He follows his heart, and the heart helps him get to the poor. Okay. That's got to be it. I mean, because no one uses a measuring tape. So he walks into this room. We see this elderly man being brought in on in a wheelchair by three beautiful women. Very beautiful. Very they don't have to be his granddaughters. Very scantily clad. And you're like, what is going on? Is this Hugh Hefner, like the Chinese or Hong Kongian? Yeah, uh, Hong Hefner. Hong. <laughs> and so <laughs> they put him on this table. And we see our man. Well, first of all, our man, um, uh, I think his name was it was, it was Dr. Lung Dong Shlong. And he was uh, like examining the stat. What I thought that was his name. Yeah, it was his name. Was it professor or the doctor? I don't know. <laughs> it was actually professor. Yeah, okay, I got it wrong. It's professor Sorry, Long it's, Dong it's, Shlong. It's okay. And he's like examining the statue. He's got the fucking. So we got fans going on right now. My notes are blowing everywhere. And he's he's uh, examining it with the trifold uh, magnifying glass. And he's like, I got it. I got I got it down. So yeah. they, they put the whole guy on the gurney. It takes, okay, for a movie that's only 85 minutes long, they give us a lot of time to just watch this old guy because he's, like, yeah. rigamortising already. He's not yeah. even dead. Yeah. And he they have to, he's like... naturally ma- hardening. Exactly. 
And they have to massage his body to relax it enough so we can lay flat. We get 10 minutes of this. They uh, fast forward through the rest of the movie so we can see this guy get massaged down because they need to show us the gimmick. Right, because, well, then he pulls out a pair of scissors and he cuts around where all the spots are. Because the guy's wearing like a, like a medical gown type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he cuts every spot. Cause he, 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 some, even though this is all about getting a boner, it's a modesty. We don't want to see the grizzled guy. Right. You know? Well, they also they get a kind of a tighter gown on them. So when it, when it goes whoop. You can see it poking through the gown, you know? That's the fun thing. So this is, this is great directing by whoever directed this because we just feel the tension building as he's just cutting the gown and then he's placing And then there was like a moment where he put it in and, went, oh, and he pulled it out and he moved it just a slightly over. So just the poor two doors left. And that was my favorite 90s alt-rock band, Two Pours Down. And, and so they're, they're putting the needles in. And all of a sudden, you hear that magical noise. It worked, Griff. It worked. Jesus, man. That's impressive. Right. I was impressed. when he He's, got, he's when, at full mass now. Oh, yeah. When he got up and he was... I, the guy, doctor saluted it, actually. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. That's yeah. what you do when a man gets his boner back. You salute <laughs> right. it. Right. There was a flag on it. There was a, <laughs> there was was a flag of China. It. So his three ladies, they giggled to themselves. Right, and covering their mouth like, like you just did. Yeah. Because that's how Asian women laugh. It is no. how Asian women laugh <laughs> to this day. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, and so they're like pointing to the pleasure room. And they're right. like, let's get in he, there. He just leaps off the gurney. He's like, let's fuck. Yeah, he only, I mean, he's still got his gown on. You can see the boner. Right. You know, he's pitching a tent here. Right. And he gets a nice little top hat and a cane. And does like a nice little shuffle into the bedroom with his ladies. Well, he's about to. But then... Out of nowhere, guys with flamethrowers just burst in. That's, wow, what a way. The guy's got – say what you will about the villains. He's got style. Most, most people would just shoot somebody. Flamethrower death. This is good. This yes. is actually really good. And they're wearing these like, crazy, like, fireproof suits. Yeah. And they just fucking ignite everybody. Yeah. I think I think uh, this was Ginty and crew. They weren't actually supposed to be on set, but Ginty showed up when he was, when he was offered the role, and then they're like, you know what? You're not – you're not any fuckable. You're not going to be in this movie. And so he he was like, I have this idea for a character called the Exterminator, so I'm just going to bring it on set here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't put that together. I mean, ugh. Yeah, I'm sorry. We've had a tough week of Ginty, so I can yeah, understand. A few weeks of Ginty. Yeah, I know. Why were people asking for that? I've aged five years, so now I only look ten years younger than I I'm really am. <laughs> it's awful. So now, okay, we set it up. Cut to the hard streets of Hong Kong. We see our female lead, Felicite. Yeah. She's I, in a wet market. COVID everywhere. COVID everywhere. People I, eating bats on the streets. I've noticed this in other movies, too, like Bruce Lee movies and shit. What's going on in Hong Kong where they just constantly have crates of snakes that they're, like, passing to people? You well, know? did you see the one guy? He was literally holding a cobra by the neck. Yeah. And it bit at the woman as she walked by. It was yeah. a real fucking cobra. <laughs> oh, shit. That's fun. That's a fun set to work on. <laughs> but it's just like every time you show uh, us, you know, like people in Seattle, you got to do the Pike Place where the yeah. people are passing the fish. Yeah. Hong Kong, whenever you shoot it, Mexico has the f- yellow filter. <laughs> right. Seattle has the fish market. Hong Kong has snake market. They, have, they have the wet market. That's yeah, the wet them. snake yeah. market. Yeah. Huh. And yeah, they're just loving it. They love snakes. I don't know. I guess because that's what they, if you can't afford the, the, the golden needles of ecstasy, you you eat, drink like snake gallbladder juice or some shit. You know that's the. There's a lot of 
impotent dudes in Asia when you think about it because they're always killing shit to get boners. <laughs> What's up with that? Well, I mean, like you said, rhino going... horn, tiger balls. Like it's like it was a time before Viagra. So I don't. But they're if... still doing it. It's like we have Viagra now. You don't need to fucking chop a rhino's horn off anymore. All it is, it's Maybe. made from the same shit your fingernails are made from. Is it really? Yes. Oh, it's, that's weird. It's it's retarded that they think that's going to do anything in 2020. Man. Viagra, we have it. We have the cure. We have the cure. Well, so. maybe they think they're going to get their boner back without having to take a pill. That's It's much better to kill a majestic animal that we have very few left. Oh, yeah. No, fuck your boner. Uh, that, yeah. If you get caught poaching something for boner pills, you should just get your dick cut off. Right. So exactly. You've heard it here first. Right. Grind that up and give it to somebody else. They can get a boner with your... With your, with your <laughs> maybe dad. that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. So their sacrifice is allowing someone else to have a boner forever. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, she's walking through the wet market, and she goes up into this, this uh, office. And this is where he... First of all, I, I, right off the bat, I'm like, you do not trust this guy. He poisoned Indiana Jones. This is the oh, guy from fucking Temple of Doom. I knew I recognized him. Another movie with a lot of snake markets. Lot, well, because well, Indiana Jones fears snakes. He yeah. had to have snakes. And he... Is painting another man's body. There's a man without a shirt on. He's painting body art. This is so good. And it was a kindergarten style <laughs> yeah. body art because there's just yes. smudges of paint everywhere. Yes. He's in his abstract phase right now. Right. I love this guy. I immediately was like, this is a good villain here. Linto. Linto. Doesn't have to say a whole lot. Has goons talk for him most yeah, of the time. Yeah, he speaks Chinese to the point where you're like, I think, does he know English? Yes, he does later on. But he's, well, I mean, hey, when in Rome. Speak as the Chinese do. Yep. So he's speaking Chinese, and he's got a middleman. I think this is like their like thing. They they fuck because, but probably he does this because he assumes they think he doesn't know English, and then they'll reveal shit. Exactly. Exactly. That's hundred percent what's happening here. He's playing dirty little tricks on on uh, Felicity. Yeah. It's very rude of him. Right. So he's mostly just minding his own business with his fucking paints. Right. And we've got um. He's like a Jimmy Hart kind of henchman, you know. He talks really loudly. He's got that nice little mustache, mullet, and everything. And gold stash, he's over here. And Felicity goes over, checks it out. She's like, "This is the most beautiful statue I've ever seen." This is the first time she's ever seen a statue, so yes, it is the most beautiful. Yeah. Here's your seventy-five thousand. Ah, things have changed. Yeah, we believe this is worth a little more money because she. Already gave him twenty five grand as a down payment, right? And she's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Hundred fifty thousand." She oh. starts going full Karen mode. She's like, "I'm gonna talk to your manager right now because I, I'm from Ohio." Right. I'm. Her I'm, name is Felicity Karen. Yeah, I'm yeah. from Ohio, and oh. you do not squelch on a deal with an Ohioan woman. Right. Woman. Holy Ohio. Toledo. Woman. Exactly. Holy so Toledo. There, yeah. yeah. And, of course, Lynn is just no – he's just dead-eye staring into her face, and you see he's starting he's to get – still his, pretending he doesn't know English. Yeah. He's not saying anything. He's just speaking with his eyes. Yeah. But then he's also getting his paint swatches out, and right. you see him start dabbing into that green, just real deep should have been red, but yeah. – You think it should have been red? Yeah. Okay. Because what he's, he's ultimately going to do. Oh. Because he puts – he paints a – Dotted line on her neck, making you think that's where we're going to chop your head off. This is where we're going to chop her head off. Damn. But no, he does green. He's like you said, he's an abstract face. Yeah, maybe he thinks she's Vulcan. I don't know. Ooh, good call. Maybe. And she's just like, she that freaks her out a little. She's like, well, 
I'll talk to my boss. We'll, we'll work something out. Yeah. There happens to be other powerful men in Hong Kong that are great friends with me. I'm from Ohio. I don't know if you heard me say that. Uh People, it's, called, it's considered the New York of the Midwest. It really is. Ohio. People travel states yeah. over to go to our Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They love our Cedar Point. Oh, don't even get me started on the Cedar Point. And so she bugs out. She goes to Quan, who was like her guy, gets her connect, her middleman, to Linto. And Quan's this elderly uh, Asian man. Yeah. And she's like, Quan, what the fuck? They double. It's the quarter million they want now. Oh, yes. That's so good. How is that good? That's not the price we... It means it's real. Real. And she's like, what are we going to do? I don't have this money. My boss is going to kill me. I know a man. He is like a cat. He is so quick. He's the greatest cat burglar in all of Hong Kong. Great hair. Fashion. Nista. Uh, he's, he, he invented the baby boy haircut. I just... This man... Only men capable of completing this deal. So we get a nice cut over to high stakes mahjong. High stakes. I thought they were playing Scrabble. You thought Scrabble because he had the thing, the little thing that you put the Scrabble yeah, tiles yeah, on. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to play mahjong. I don't know what it is. It's it's a, it's a, it's a mystery to me. I don't understand because it's like I'm used to seeing how my mom used to play it on the computer, where it's the yeah. Stacks. My, mom, my mom's obsessed with that now. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, um, where it's the stacks of tiles and you got to un. Do you have to, like, match? You got to match them, but they're stacked on top of each other, so you have to clear, like, it has to be fully, uh, this uh, surface has to be fully cleared before you can actually use it. So that's the trick of it. Okay. But this is basically, this is Griff in three months when football season starts. Oh, yeah. He's a total degenerate. Joe Don Baker, our hero, Dan. Yeah. He's like, Baseball's been far worse for me than football. See, this I, is where it happens. You haven't heard me talk about it. I, I had a good nine days off, I bet, yesterday. Okay. One bet. Okay. <laughs> you, said, you said nine days, three hours, 43 Got seconds. Got it out of the minute. You'll be happy to know I doubled my money, though. Okay. You got, you got, much like uh, you, Dan has a system. Dan does he, have a system. he will not look at anyone. Can we talk about the patrons real quick? Yeah. Because it's old women. Yeah, well, yeah. This is a bingo John. hall. My, my, I told you, my mom <laughs> plays my yeah, 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 it's exactly. Your mom would be fitting in. This, you're right. This is this is the Hong Kong equivalent of a bingo hall. It is. So he's playing bingo with all these old women. He's losing his ass, and he's he's literally shirtless. Yeah, and we talked about it in the top half, I believe, that there's only two people that Dan can get close to, and it's old women, and, and it's and low lives, low lives. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. He knows his crowd. He knows his And crowd. he's so invested. A guy sneaks up, pickpocket, steals his wad, and he's like, he can't look. He's like, my system, I cannot look at it. I got to look at my tiles. Give me that fucking money back. And he's like, well, I don't know anything. Give me somebody, give my fucking money. The guy, like, he knows Dan's going to fuck his shit up. You don't yeah. fuck with Dan's mahjong. You don't. So he does hand the wad back, and then he throws the wad on the table because he's like, I got it. This is it. This I got a triple world score. I'm gonna fuck your shit up, old lady. Fuck, man. And no, he fucks up. Yeah, he fucks up. They 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 smell that a mile away because his triple word score, tubular. It's not a fucking <laughs> word. No. Where well, uh, I don't know. You check the Oxford uh, Dictionary. Maybe they added it. Uh, I don't use Webster's. Or Oxford, I thought it was for shizzle. Is what he, he oh, wrote. Oh, faux shiz. And there was like 
2003 that would have worked, Dan, but yeah. not now. We're over the Snoop Dogg talk. Yeah, this isn't the Highlanders uh, right. uh, the Scrabble. So, like you said, he flirts a little with the old lady. I'll be back, young lady. Yeah. Gives her, like, his fucking penny, and then he's like, goes to the bar where we meet the patron, the woman who owns this gambling, this bingo hall, <laughs> Fenzie. <laughs> Fenzy. Like a Mae West type. Like she's surrounded by these young Asian studs and they're just caressing her. The, her her whole thing going on here was great. She's behind a curtain, like a sheer curtain and everything. She's uh, got the, the fucking uh, hedonism bot, like chase lounge and she's got like you said the boys fanning her right she's great got, she's look. got the big feather bow she's got the rick flair robe on she's got a rick flair robe and of course when whenever she sees that silhouette of dan come into her into her little chamber here she's like dan you've come to see me it's like i i can tell that you're thirsty champagne yeah that would be great i can't afford it. how about <laughs> beer yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Fenzie's like, she's cool as fuck. Cause she's like, he owes her like fucking hundred grand. Yeah, and she's like, don't worry about it, Dan. Whatever, I know you're good for it. You know, so they got a relationship, and this is where we get kind of a mix up of our scene here, where Quan's suddenly in the place. Yeah, Dan like goes back to his this where the table usually sits at. And he's just drowning his sorrows in some beer. Yep. Quan shows up, and he's just like, Dan, I need your help. We know there's some tension. These guys obviously were partners at one time, but there's tension. Right. I mean, Dan is saying, hey, there's a little bit of tension here. I don't know if you can just come out and ask me to do something for you, friend. And then Felicity walks in, and he's like, oh, Oh my god A woman under Fucking 40 years old In this place For real uh, Yeah I guess that would be a yeah. angelic moment I, I didn't understand Why they had that noise But now I get it And he's like It's for her We need We know you're the Greatest cat burglar At all Of all And then he's like Dan's like A literal light bulb Goes off on top of his head And he's oh, like Oh yeah He's like all right. Um, call, call Miss Felicity over here. He starts patting his lap. Right. Like, come sit down, Missy. She and, takes a chair. And I think does she offer him? She's like, I'll give you thirty thirty grand for this. Yeah, she comes off hard. Hard, you know, plays a hard front. She's just like thirty thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. And I see that a lot of these women are eyeing you down because they know you owe. And he can tell she's desperate. And see, this is where. Ginty could not do this. No. This is where you need the charm of a Joe Don Baker yep. because if Ginty did it, you go creep. Oh, yeah. Because he's just like, all right, I'll do it. But you got to hug me and tell me you love me. And she's like, what? What? Yeah. And he's like, that's all you got to do. And she's like, all right. Because she's like, you know, she's gonna, her boss can kick her ass. So he, she, he gets up. She gives him that little, like, fucking friend hug. She did the side hug. Just an arm over the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, not until, touching the body. Yeah, yeah. exactly. She He's did like, the side. That ain't a hug. This is not a hug. Ma'am, I can tell that you're from Ohio. In the South, we hug with our privates. Well, no. He's like, I want you hug me and grab my butt cheeks. Yeah. So she wraps around I, that big bear of a man. What did I just say? I said, that's a Texas hug. You got to grab your the privates. Your butt's not your privates. Your dick's your privates. <laughs> Well, it's privates. Your okay. butts are part of the privates. Are they? I mean, do we sheathe our butts? Well, yeah, and I guess we've been talking about eating ass for so many weeks now. I guess it's true. It is a sexual <laughs> organ, but this time. And so she squeezes. He, goes, he says, say honk, honk. And she's like, honk, honk. 
And he's like, I love you. And you're like, what? I didn't hear that. What did you say? Say it so everybody in the room can hear it. I love you. All right, I'll do it. I like that she pulls like with with her enunciation there. I yeah, love well, you. Squeezing yeah. squeeze the cheeks. I get what you're it. saying. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. You. They're not. He's just kneading his ass. Basically. She's making bread out of that ass. <laughs> that ass is already bready enough. Yeah, it it's, needs it's a, very lumpy. Yeah. <laughs> and so. Dan immediately is like, "All right, I'll go do the job right, right now." Right. Well, he needs money. This is, he is the opposite of the mechanic. He's like, "I'll go do this job right now." Exactly. God damn it! Doesn't prepare at all. I completely cursed us and having to deal with Boston possibly winning a fucking NBA championship, yeah. and I am sorry for yeah. that because I talked up the Celtics in that mechanic statham <laughs> episode, and now they're out here being a good basketball team. Yeah. What? Never That's mind. the worst Boston team to win of all of them, as far as I'm concerned. But Dan goes to the place they're they're, they're allegedly hold at the warehouse. They're holding the golden statue, and his plan is gets on the roof. There's a skylight, very predator, very <laughs> predator. He just punches his fist through one of the skylights, puts his hand in, unlocks the door, and jumps down. Starts this fucking griffin is rifling through <laughs> everything, just throwing shit every. He's like. The most biggest oh, he's like this is the greatest guy in Hong Kong to do a cat burglar job. Maybe he's like a he's a bear burglar. He's just like a big bear <laughs> that's just like that would be his Top Gun name, Bear Burglar. <laughs> maybe that's why Quan and him had tension because maybe Joe Don, uh, Dan Damn. started to realize Joe Dan Joe Dan <laughs> yeah. maybe Dan started to realize like shit. He's been talking me up like I'm some great cat burger. <laughs> I think he's trying to get me caught. Could be. Because, I mean, he is not Well, we know you can't trust Quan. We'll learn later. But, yeah. And does he have to open a cabinet or something that's in there? I don't remember yeah, where it was. Yeah, well, like you said, he goes full graph. <laughs> he's like, well, no one's home. I'm going to see if somebody's home. And starts right. looking around to see if somebody's around. Pockets a couple of the CDs. Well, yeah, of course. This I don't is, have this This one. is the 70s. So it's like, what uh. is this technology? I'm taking it. <laughs> It makes right, sense. Right. Uh, they, it might be another artifact that he could sell to Quan, make some more money. 30K, he's getting a handy, had a woman tell him he loves him, and he's going to sell CDs too. That's that's big time. Right. But he goes through the one closet, and he finds the silver exterminator suits. Oh, yeah. So I was like, what the fuck is – what does this mean? Well, that's the, that's the whole point. They're spoon-feeding us. Like, these are the guys from the beginning. They're letting us know. So was it a couple – is it a couple working together? Or is it two dudes or two no, women? No, it's guys living... working for Lin Toe. Oh, they live together. Is it like an odd couple situation? I don't know what the situation. I thought this was a warehouse he was in. I don't know. Is this a home? I thought it was a home. Well, I guess so. Yeah. I think it's uh, platonic was... uh, heterosexual friends. We were talking together. about how there's beds and there's closets. and You're there's... right, because there's a kitchen later on. There's a so, kitchen? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, my God, the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, anyways, he was followed here. Right, by some of Linto's goons. He finds the statue, holds it like a football, and he's right. just like, yeah, this feels right. He could be fucking up with the needles. Yeah, he could. So he's probably he's probably the responsible for, you know, anything, that, anything bad that might happen later in the movie. Yeah. So goons, like, find him, and he just beats the fuck out of him. He's a big bear. He's a broad-boned country boy, dude. This is where you have to love Joe Don Baker. <laughs> 
Because this action scene looks very good. It looks real. It looks real. They're not. It's not graceful. It's just <laughs> like it's a bear mauling a sm- like a much smaller man. Right. That's all it was. He kicks him in the fucking solar plexus. It looked like it hurt the it's guy. It's like an Andre the Giant match. Yeah. They didn't. I don't think they even wasted time like throwing people through paper walls. I think no. he did throw a guy out a window. That he might have did. been. He does that a lot. There's a lot yeah. of windows. He throws somebody through a skylight. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, that was later on. He threw. Yeah. Him so yeah, he, he fucks these guys up, and somebody downstairs is like, "I got." I guess we maybe we saw him earlier. I don't we know. did. We did see him earlier. He opens. His, he has. He has like a Tupperware. To, like fucking. he went by the wet market earlier yeah. and got because. Look, the snake prices these days in Hong Kong in seventy, just amazing. Like yeah. it's a buyer's market. Right. So we got like now. Thanks, Biden. Thank but, you, uh, Joe Biden. Forty-five snakes for three wulongs. That's wow, it. Wow, a wulong. A wulong. Yeah, that's all it took. <laughs> I don't. What currency did they use there? Uh, it's not yen. I know that. That's Japan. Japan. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Wulong. Euro. <laughs> and yeah, so this guy has a big Tupperware tote full of cobras and just throws them on the kitchen floor. That guy just washed that floor and he's throwing cobras on it. <laughs> and as you so succinctly put it, dance like a master of hot lava. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I've, I've done this dance before. So he just leaps up on the counters and, like, say, game of hot lava, you can't touch the floor. Yeah. He starts tiptoeing right across. Doesn't even bother with the snakes. The only problem he had was like, oh shit, there's a door in front of me. How am I supposed to get out? I can't get on the floor. I do a dance style. Yeah. Just jumps through the fucking. It's the French door, so it's like windows. Yeah. Jumps through it. Yeah, he just gets to the edge of the counter. Like, I don't know how he didn't take the counter down here. This is amazing. What happened to the guy who dumped the snakes? He ran away. He wouldn't be outside with a gun. He probably saw his friend get fucking (laughs) mauled by Dan. It was just like, fuck that. I'm throwing these snakes. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm living to see another day. Smart move. So Dan, just like that, he comes back to Quan's warehouse with the golden statue. We know that Dan has no problem getting it up, by the way, because he's right. got the statue and he's already got an erection, and he's like, "I'm gonna fuck that broad in like five minutes." Right, and she's and this is the thing, she's into it because she's like, "Wow, he is a great thief." Because she's a low life, so she respects someone who's a thief. So she's just like, "I'm kind of hot for this fucking guy. I love that baby boy haircut." Yeah, I love his. You notice his bell bottoms? They were really weird in that from the mid. <laughs> Thigh to like right below the knee, it was a different shade of denim. It was like dark blue. So he had like light blue bell bottoms, but just that middle area was dark blue. Weird. I did yeah. not notice that. Yeah. He said he's a fashionista. He is a fashionista. He's he's living his best life over there in Hong Kong. I wonder if he helped get Su Manchu opened up. Like if he just kind of went around that. He was her manager at one time. Was yeah. the man? Okay, it makes yeah. sense. And he he took her to all the bingo halls of Hong Kong. Oh, that makes uh, sense. That's a, that, that's a, yeah, that makes sense. So, anyways, he gives the golden statue to Quan. He's like, "I'm not going to need this." Wink, wink. Yeah, and Felicity is just like right there with them or something. Yeah, and, well, she is. She's waiting. Okay, and Quan is going to take it to his office, and he's going to like he, he asks him, "What are how are you going to ship this or something?" Yeah, because this is this is some. Hot property. You can't just sneak this into the America. And they're going to send it to Felicity's buyer? Yeah, in L.A. In L.A. Okay. So he's like, I'm going to disguise it. I'm going to – tonight, I'm going – because they're these, these like uh, 
uh, urns. He's like, I'm going to make an urn around it. I'm going to fill it with oil because we got this shipment of oil yeah. that we're sending to L.A. I'm going to put it in that shipment. Yep. No problem. They're never going to look inside. They're going to open up, see oil, and they're not going to do any of that. That's right. And they go, that sounds like a plan, man. And so then as he's like, well, Fliss is going to take me home, uh, he's like, I'm sorry. So that was interesting. Right. We, we learned that there, there was there's a reason to this tension. Like, Quan had done something to Dan in the past. Yeah. And now they're, they're, he's, he begs for his forgiveness. He's like, yeah. He's like, I got a hot babe to fuck, whatever. Yeah, he's got to take Felicity home. And she's just like, not only are you going to take me home, thank you. You know what that means. This is where he gets smooth as shit because they take it. It's not her home, it's a, it's a hotel she's staying in. And. There's they they had these like in the sixties and seventies where there'd be like this kind of like pit like in the middle of a yeah. room like circuit. I of course we have one in the the compound. We put my acid in it, right? But it really it's he's like, what's this? And I would say it's an acid pit. She's like, no, it's a conversation circle. Conversation pit, yeah. And then he just he's as slick as come on a gold tooth. He comes out with her. Would talk to me. <laughs> and then is as the fucking starts. I I didn't I don't know how that move worked for him, but baby boy Joe Don Baker's got some fucking when you suave. Say, yeah, some suave. And he just go takes it to the bone zone. Now, look, it the sex scene after seeing the greatest sex scene recorded in film history last week. Yeah. This you was know. this was a moderate. It couldn't, it, the music not fuckable at all. Not fuckable. No. The sexual movements, the choreography, adequate. Again, he's got this. It is the, a PG movie. That's right. Not a PG thirteen. When we saw people fucking bone and getting their <laughs> fucking <laughs> Lambert was like biting her nipples and shit. It was like PG thirteen. Well, as uh, Sved Swede pointed out, <laughs> is that Sweaty Swedson? Sweaty Swedson. Lambert has fuck moves. All right, and yes. as we pointed out about Joe Don Baker. He is a bear. He fucks like a beast. Punching his way through a fucking China shop, right. a Hong Kong shop, excuse me. Right. And so he's just going to punch his way through this woman's vagina. He does, he does a great job. He fucks her once. And then we cut back to, um, uh, was it Fenzy? Huh? Oh, no, Quan. We see Quan. They, they, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. I guess this is some symbolism. We're seeing, it's like, it gives you, gives you some ghost vibes where we see that, that fucking uh, urn being made on the, the, the pottery wheel. And we're like, oh, I've seen ghosts. They're fucking. That's what it means. Right. So now their coita session has ended, and they get a nice knock at the door, and they're just being coy, and they're, like, covering themselves up with clothes. They just let it no, in. No, it was pillows. They were a giant. Pillows. The conversation pit was just full of pillows. You're right. It was just pillows. Right. And so it's, uh, of course, room service. Right. And I so I don't know who ordered this. <laughs> Dan did, of course. Dan did. I didn't even fucking get an appetite. I mean, maybe maybe this is why Dan is in Hong Kong is because he loves seafood. He does, and they have the greatest. He says it later on. He's like, this shitty fucking Hong Kong food, I can't stop eating. And he's just pouring shit in his mouth. Yeah. that It was weird when she got the gravy boat and poured it into his <laughs> yeah. mouth. Why is he eating gravy with the seafood, first of all? <laughs> but... And it was lumpy as shit, dude. Like, <laughs> and but yeah, this is gigantic seafood platter. This is Red Lobster doesn't even make this shit. It's it's right. literally two feet tall. Right. There's tentacles. Like the setup of it is <laughs> right. okay. If you look for this movie for one reason, it's this seafood spread. Tentacles spreading over. They're right. alive still, crinkling around. Shrimp cocktails, <laughs> just like little mini shrimp shooter cocktails, if you will. 
So oysters you, everywhere. Oh my! Everywhere. God. We know that's you know what oysters are for. Fucking uh, yeah, they're for, they're the Red Bull of uh, right uh, exactly. And he's ready for round two, so he's like he's just slurping those oysters. <laughs> They're having so much fun. He's like, hey, have you ever used these Chinese sticks before? <laughs> and she goes, oh, Dan, chop sticks. He's like, yeah, I'm just testing you. <laughs> just fun. And they go fuck. They're like fucking in a big pile of fish. It's great. Yeah. He used some of the tentacles to whip her ass. That was that right. was on the deleted. Was, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. That's not in the final That's on the laser disc. Yeah, it's on the laser that's, disc. That's everybody. the R-rated laser disc version. And so we cut the Fenzies, and uh, Lin Tao's goons show up, and Lin shows up, and he's like, where is that big American? I don't know nothing. I don't know what you're talking about. What American? And like, oh, we have ways to make you talk. And they pull out a pair of pliers. Yeah. They put her little shriveled up old lady fingers in them pliers, and she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Ah, fuck this. Squeezing her fingers with that plier. I would have liked it if he brought his paints with him, though. I thought that was going to be his thing. Right. So I would have liked it if he like did maybe a line over her finger, mm-hmm. and then they started to. That would have. That would have been. I, I would have liked that, but. Whatever. But she like eventually breaks back to the hotel. This I love this fucking scene <laughs> because it's, it's it is a one second cut, <laughs> but it had to make the notes because yeah. it's so good. It's yeah. so weird, out of place. Because if, in a normal situation, like I could see myself doing this to a woman. Where, like, Felicity's lying in bed, and Dan's up, probably slurping on some more oysters. He's, he's getting more oysters. And she looks at him and goes, turn around. God, you got such a beautiful body. <laughs> Joe Don Baker. Like, you know, normally in a movie, it'd be the opposite. He'd be looking at her and saying that, and it would make a little more sense. But yeah. And he gets a little red. He's like, he oh, does. really? Or that, or he's allergic to shellfish. Right. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> That's this damn problem. I love shellfish, but I'm, I'm fucking allergic. What do I do? There's a the one uh, show I listen to. The guy AJ Hawk says that he had to microdose shrimp to get himself over his uh, shellfish allergy. Well, yeah, he should do that. Yeah. So then uh, we're just back over to Fenzies. Back to Fenzies. Someone goes G twenty three. Bingo! Ling's like, shut this shit down. Yeah, G23, that doesn't exist in bingo. G <laughs> is 49 through, like, uh, 52 or something. <laughs> Not 52, 61. So, you're right, because it's like, wait a minute, this is rigged. No one should have that. <laughs> Big rigged bingo. <laughs> More like Ringo. Wait, sure. rig, Rigo. Oh, I like man. Ringo better. Yeah, and then the fight just breaks out because we're, we're this is a martial arts movie after all. This is, this is the whole reason Jim Kelly got hired, I think. Yeah, that makes you know sense. Joe Don can't do any of that yeah, shit. No. He can't even pick his leg up, and a fight just breaks out. <laughs> he can sweet stand somebody. Yeah, a melee, and it's great. It's a big fight, and then Dan back to, back to the hotel. Dan's sleeping. He reaches over to his left, grabs another handful of shrimp, just dips it. He's looking to grab some pussy, and there's no pussy to be found. Well, yeah, he reaches the other way, and then he realizes, like, he thought he was gonna like, you know, shotgun some shrimp into her mouth or something. I don't know what Dan's into. I assume that's what he was doing, like baby birding. Maybe that's his thing. (laughs) He chews it up and then spits it in her mouth. Exactly. It's erotic. That's, that is erotic. I mean, think yeah. about that. Like, doing that with an oyster goes in your mouth, you spit it into the other person's mouth. Oh, God. Yeah. 
the spitting it in my mouth is gross enough. Then putting it in another person's mouth. Ugh. That's probably somebody's fetish. It's probably, it's probably like a whole series on one of those porn streaming sites. It's just that. People baby like birding. Le- letting oysters drop out of their mouth Ugh. and like doing it from like really high, like on a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> We told you it was a very sexual episode, everybody. Yes, we, we warned you. We warned you. Movie PG, episode rated R. N-C-17. C- that's it. So he, now is she gone, the money's gone. That's what he really cared about. He knew the deal. He knows she's just some fucking low life. Right. All, he, all it was was like, you're going to pay me for my work, but then you're going to service my services. Right. So, so he's like... God damn it, Quan, fuck me over again. So he heads back over to Quan. At that time, Lynn, because uh, Fancy gave up uh, Quan's place. She's like, I don't know where he's at, but he, he hangs out with Quan. So they go to Quan's to oh, look for the golden yeah, that's statue. Right. That, was, that was a detail we needed. Right. Yeah. And so they're at Quan's, and he's not giving it up. They're on the roof. Well, and they, as we've talked about in every episode, you don't go for the nearest exit. You right. either go to the basement <laughs> or the roof. Or the roof. Safest place. He chose the roof. And they just throw his ass off. And just as, as uh, Dan arrives, like, go on! And then he goes into full bear mode. Right. And he's mauling people. He's throwing more people through windows. He, he throws a guy through a skylight. He drops a guy through a skylight. It, it's intense. Again, it's a really cool fight because it's just Joe Don Maker throwing people, <laughs> right. sweet standing people Small in the Asian kneecap. Man just yeah. throwing them around, manhandling them. It's good shit. And the cops, cops arrive, so the goons take off. Yep. They don't. They say don't say shit to fucking. You think a fucking foreigner? They would go. This guy's guilty of some shit. They let him go. Well, here's where Dan is actually uh, showing off some of his agility because he not only sticks around, he goes to check on Lotus, who's down he dead. He goes to check on Quan. Or I, I meant to say Quan. Yeah. And he's down dead on the ground, and the police are just, like, giving him some breathing room here. <laughs> right. Because he's able to go up, talk to Quan, get Quan's, you know, final wish. Yeah, which is take care of Lotus. Yeah, which is a character we have not met. No, we have not. So we're, like, wondering what's going on. Cut to them uh, incinerating Quan's body. He's getting put right into a crematorium. And then we see Dan and a bunch of Asian people. We're assuming it's Quan's family. It's a funeral. Yeah, yeah, it's a funeral. And then we're at the cemetery. Fuck, man. Nuts to butts they got these bodies packed in this funeral. It's like so fucking compact. Like sardine (laughs) fucking cemetery. And he sees this woman at the... It's already... Why do they need a grave? He gets that cremated. Right. Fuck. And it's Lotus, his daughter. That's who Lotus was, Griff. Oh, it's a daughter. And he's like, okay. I promise, even though your, your dad fucked me over multiple times, yeah. I promise I keep my promises, and I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to take over the business. We're going to make a lot of money. Don't worry about it. Right. So, of course, his first uh, you know, turn, like, I got to figure out what the fuck happened. He's got to go talk to Fenzie, because Fenzie's right. got an ear to the ground. And then they don't talk. They, we learn nothing from this scene, right? I mean, I don't oh, think we learn that. In fact, somebody is after uh, Dan, which he already knew. He saw Quan get killed, right? You know, uh, she didn't. She left out the fact that she told him where fucking Quan was. But, <laughs> but, and then Dan just drops some fucking knowledge. He's like, "I guess I'm just a Hong Kong whore," <laughs> and he leaves. Yeah, and then, but before he leaves, Fancy goes, "Look." 
get the fuck out of town. Get your shit together. You don't want to take over Quan's business. Right. We're fuck you're fucking with Linto. This guy is fucking vicious. He almost killed Indiana Jones. Right. And and he's like, just go back to America, never return. Uh I promise you one thing, Sugar Mama. I'll be returning. As soon as he walks out, goons just dogpile Dan. Yeah. And he's no Steve James. We've talked about this. He right. does not have the graceful uh, combat more skills. More Steve Lame. He's not Steve Lame at all. Yeah. He's somewhere in between there. Mm-hmm. Who would Steve Lame be? Who do you think? Who do you think? I guess Ginty is. Yes, of course Ginty. <laughs> so, I would imagine Steve Lame being a black guy. I know. He'd be the opposite of Steve James. So he'd be a white guy. Oh, okay. You're Steve right. Lame. Yeah. yeah, that makes perfect sense. Anyways, Dan gets jumped. He gets fucking mounted by 18 guys. Right. He doesn't not... See, what I was going with this was... If we know Steve James, when he gets uh, tackled by eight right. guys, he just busts right through him. Yeah, and he even does a bowling sound effect when he does it. Crazy. But thankfully, there's a five foot two, 100-pound woman there. Straight from AEW. And she just lays to waste, just kicking some fucking ass. Because we need some more kung fu. This is, at the end of the day, it's a martial arts movie. And we know Joe Don can't do martial arts. So we need to have, import some characters. Yeah. And she just fucking lays to waste to these guys. To the point where guys are like, holy shit, did you see that? The woman did that That's shit. Oh, woman. my God. And she's like, and she's like, he's like, thank you, young lady. And who the hell are you? I'm not going to tell you that. Yeah. Well, what are you going to tell me? You're walking in the same direction. You're getting into my car. What's going on? Oh, I'm not going to tell you my name or anything about what's going on here, but you are going to drive me to the airport. Okay. And we are going to get on a plane together. Okay. And you're going to talk to my contact over there. Okay. Dan is very cool with things. He is like water. He's very exactly. – he's not fluid in combat. He's fluid in conversation. Right. And in seafood. And it's so they get on there. They now we cut to the chase. They're getting out of the plane, out of the, out of the airport in uh, L.A. And she gives a little exposition to him about the statues. He knows nothing about it. He just knows know that Quan needed a statue. He doesn't See. know what it's about. He pulls out a picture of it, and she explains <laughs> that during in like ancient like fucking times, they would somebody noticed that sometimes – a uh, soldier would get shot with an arrow, and at a certain point, he would just jizz all over the place. But only in seven spots, and some guy recorded all seven spots. It's amazing. Whoever figured that out, like, oh, he got shot here, and he's, his pants are just covered in fucking jizz. That's not blood. That's yeah. semen. Like, like, he's smiling as that, he's dying. That's like a month's reserves worth all over his pants. Right. That's incredible. Right, and so somebody recorded that, some some thoughtful person. Yeah. And he, he found the seven spots that do that. Because apparently, he's, how many how many fucking arrow victims did he go through before he found the seven spots? Dude, it had to be so many. And there's got to be a, like, you have to do it certain, like, 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 like in a row. You can't, right? You can't just start, like, at the dick and go, you got to, like, is that why it's oh, so hard? Oh, you're saying you would have to start top to bottom or, or wherever. There's, like, a, like, a... What I'm understanding from here is that you could do one of them, but you, it, the ultimate is doing seven of them. I think seven, uh, yeah, one will make you jizz. Yes. But seven will make you king of the world. Exactly. So, I, I mean, I would like to understand what's between one and seven because we right. know one makes you jizz, seven makes you god king of the world. 
What's in between? What if you stopped at five? Yeah, exactly. What if you stopped at – what if you were like, I don't want to press my luck anymore. I already had the greatest jizz of my life. I got four beautiful women here. I, I already can tell I'm ready for round two. You know, right. these are questions. But this is such a powerful statue. The govern her government, which we still don't know what that even means, needs the statue back, and they will offer any amount of money to Dan to do it. Uh, how about thirty thousand dollars? Yeah, sure. Thirty thousand. Why is Dan constantly lowballing himself? Really? Because that's a weird number. You're like not fifty, like. Not hundred, yeah. Maybe because he's an honest man, he's like, I owe Fenzi thirty grand. Maybe I was there twenty five. He's like, I want five for myself. Five for myself. Well, five will last him probably like a week playing mahjong. Fuck a day. <laughs> One round. All right. It's, so we land in L.A. Right, and she's just like, all right, I'll see you later. Because he's like, I gotta cut. I gotta go to my contacts. And lo and behold, his contacts are waiting there to pick him up. Jeff. Yep. Played by Jim Kelly. Love it, but... I don't... There's one um, thing I love, one thing I don't love. Immediately, <laughs> it's off, because you're just like, wait. I'm getting Samurai Cop vibes. He's got a fake mustache. Yeah, so bad, it's literally... I'm going to put a picture up on Twitter. It's literally dangling off his face at one point. It's so bad. <laughs> and so, this obvious... And later on in the movie, Jim Kelly has a real stash. So, obviously, this was a scene they did later. Like, they had to... Like, you know, hey, we need one more scene. What the fuck? You shaved your mustache off, Jim? And so yeah, they just yeah. slapped on a fake mustache. Right. But the reminisce, we learned that these guys were in the war together. We don't know what fucking war. Korean Viet- war. Korean? Okay. I don't know. They said some war, and then they ended up going together because they grew they up met, together. They're yeah. brothers. They met Quan. Yeah. Even though Joe Don looks like he's fucking 30 years older than Jim Kelly. Yeah. And, but that's all that seafood. It makes you old. That's right. Seafood ages All that you. fucking squid ink, dude. It's not good for you. It really isn't. And we learned, yeah, that they both worked for Quan, and Jeff took all the shit he learned and went over to America, started up his own thing with his friend Bobby. That's incredible, because we also know this is the time where there's at least 4,000 Highlanders roaming the world, and as we know, almost all Highlanders are uh, antiquers. Yeah. That's uh, that's all they do. That's the only business right. they can get into outside of shoot fighting, right? And oh, not only that, he was he's actually Quan's contact in America because he has the shipments of these urns, right? But he's like, get this, somebody broke into the shipments. Don't worry, only one got busted. The other two are fine, but they got shipped off to oh. where they're supposed to go, right? One was supposed to go to Winters, who we'll see later, and one was supposed to go to this health spa. Yes. So it's like, hey, man, kick ass. We can just go get the fucking jar, and we're done. Yeah, I got a sweet-ass hotel here. They put me up. You know, let's go Let's go see if there's any kind of seafood room service. That, you know, you ain't going to get that quality in fucking no, in L.A. No, you're not. But no. look, Dan, you just love seafood. Well, he's on the seafood diet. He's on <laughs> everything. Everything he sees is food. Yeah. And so they go to his room. I think. I think I'm pretty sure that Jeff had his real mustache at this scene. Yep. And we hear some some lady say something like, First "Hey, where's get, my fucking seafood?" You get, you get you get the 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 guy the bellhop who took him to the room being yeah. real snobby. Like, right. yeah. I'm not going to hand you the key until you give me a nice tip. Right. And of course. We've already talked about Dan's problem with gambling. So he pulls out, like, a bingo marker, a bingo stamper, uh, a couple of uh, 
you know, like quarters, and he's like, Here, here's my lucky bingo card. That's all I gave him. That's all he had. And then you hear the woman in the bathroom. Like, Where's my fucking seafood? He's like, I know that voice. Walks in. It's fucking Felicity taking a bubble bath. Oh. And uh, he's like, you bitch, where's my fucking money at? I I, I had to leave. She's a, she's a total con woman. She's just like, don't worry about it. I got it. My bo- it's at my boss's place. Yeah. So there's also this tension that's happening because Jeff saw, Lo- uh, not Lotus, but the other woman, the secret agent woman who we yeah. flew over with, you know, part ways with him. And he gave him some shit like, you're getting old, man. That woman would have been all over you five years ago. And he's like, I ain't getting old. Then they go into his hotel, and there's another woman just waiting for him naked in his bathtub. And he goes again, I told you you're getting old because this one got away from you too. Right. And Felicity decides to pipe up and like, oh, no. He's not – because we thought – okay, okay. We thought she fucked him. For money. Right. Just to get the deal done and, you know, then she sealed his deal. We thought it was all over. And that's why she was running away. Because she needed to barf up the seafood and whatever else <laughs> he put in her. <laughs> Rod Stewart. Her. <laughs> stomach pump. Yeah. yeah. And no. Because she's like, oh, he ain't old. He's gold. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, well, yeah, because like, likes, like, they're both kind of ne'er-do-well scumbags, so, you know, you know the deal. So, like she said, I'll get your money. I said, Winter's my boss. So they head over to Winter's place, and it's fucking, like, fucking Hearst Mansion. There's fucking, fucking flamingos everywhere. It's like Playboy. There's a grotto with jizz floating on the water. It's the Playboy Mansion. It's Playboy. It looks like fucking Arthur Bishop's crib, all right? Yeah. That's how great it is. It There's was. That fucking Bosch. Turn around this Bosch. Fucking yep. Bosch, man. <laughs> Hieronymus. And they go inside. They're staring at the ceiling. He's got one of those, like, articulate ceilings, yeah, like you know? inlaid wood and Yeah, shit. It's inlaid, yeah. And so they're like, my God, this man's got real money. Not bingo hall money. Why did I ask for 30 grand? I could have got a hundred grand, and they see they notice one of the jars is there, and it's busted open. Busted open, and so they're looking into this dark, dank room, and they're like, "I don't see anybody here, though." It's a mansion. They're in a mansion. They look in one room. I don't see anybody. <laughs> that fucker must be gone. And then here, <laughs> they turn around to find Felicity. She's gone. Right. And then they go to turn back around, uh, and that's when you hear your quack, quack, quack. You dope. You. Stumbling dolts. <laughs> it's Burgess Meredith as Winters. This guy is fucking great. He is a total creep billionaire, dude. He's and killed he's very, it. For a fucking creep, he's very understanding because these fucking guys just hiring are bumbling idiots. And he's just like, one more chance. Always giving him one more chance. Just like if he were a Batman villain. One more and chance. And he's like, you didn't see me. I was in the room all along. You looked right at me three times. I went back and I went on the laser disc and I enhanced and I enhanced. <laughs> and sure enough, like there, like the man in the leopard print suit in <laughs> Superman 4, he was just sitting there, eyes fully wide open. It was incredible. And he's like, you see, I'm a man of exquisite taste, and I hired this young lady to get me a jar of oil that had something in it. It was empty. She bought me a jar of oil for $300,000. And we're like, oh, shit. I know we're going through a gas crisis. I was like, what is that joke? 
Because there was a Because it's oil, but he said yeah. it was fragrant oil. Yeah, it's just... I, they're, they're playing... He's playing all over the place here. I can't follow it. So, yeah, so we then... The light bulb turns on Dan... Three hundred grand because she's been pock skimming shit off his money because she thought she's like I only have one hundred and fifty grand. Yeah. So does that mean she she slept with Dan for two hundred fifty thousand dollars? Kind of in a way. If he's gonna pay, if she's gonna pay him thirty thousand to get the statue, and she's gonna profit two hundred seventy thousand, does that mean? She, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. It's just math. It confuses me. Okay. So he's like, you bumbling boobs, get me that statue here. Put it right here on that piano. I do not exaggerate. And he gives a little wink. So the crew's like, I get, and they, they leave, and then fucking Dan immediately, bitch, what the fuck? 300 grand. Well, I have debts, but before, when we cut back to uh, winter. Yeah, we got to go. I back. didn't understand this scene. It was a weird scene. Because he goes into like his dining room. Yeah. And we see fucking Linto there. Why 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 is why is he working why is Linto here? Why does he need Linto? Right. Linto had the statue and had to sell it to Felicity for Felicity to bring it back to him? Yes. I did Well he does later on he show uh Winters has this thing, he has to use middleman. So he had to use a middleman. He explains it later on. So he couldn't go straight to Linto, even though Linto's right here. And Linto's like, I only wanted it was a quarter mil. You gave her 300. What the fuck, Winters? Was this the movie? Oh, we've watched too much shit this week. <laughs> was this the movie where they were like, I didn't say I want a middle woman. Fucking women yes. are good for nothing. <laughs> yes. Well, we can obviously see that Winters is not into the ladies. Yeah, so he's okay, not. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so like, yeah, it was weird. Like he said, like Linto, why is he working with Linto? I right. don't. You think he'd be his enemy because he held him up for this money? I don't know. We just needed Linto to to get his, you know, end something. So yeah. now that we got Linto in town, it's like he's gonna, you know, Winters has put him on Dan's case because he's like those three know something. You know, right. keep it, keep an eye on Felicity for sure. Um, so we're gonna be following them. But, of course, our boys, they're going to be fucking pissed at Felicity. Right. Because they found out that they're getting shorted and all Right. That. And she's like, and then, and then she's like, she's like, I had debts. Oh, well, no, wait. I had, she's like making up all these excuses. And fucking, we know Dan knows the deal. He knows how full of shit she is. Right. So he's just like, bitch, walk. Get out of my car right the fuck now. So, they, oh, go. They, well, they stop at the hotel to drop her off. Mm. And then Jeff's like. Fuck this shit. Why? I got my own setup. Let's just go for I got other jobs we could be doing. That sounds like a good idea because he's pissed off about this whole winner's thing. They don't even drop her off at the hotel. They just drop her off in the streets. Well, it's in front of the hotel. Oh, okay. Because it says uh, there was a sign that said valet service. Oh, okay. So she must have been trying to follow them because she immediately goes for a cab. Right, because, cause, yeah, because they're going to cut her out. Like, fuck you. You already got, like, fucking 300 grand. Oh, this makes sense. Okay. Because right. she knows that they probably know something. Right. Because Jeff and Dan do, after she walks, they're, like, sticking out on the car, and they're like, I know where Quan's third pop Well, they're like, let's check do. with Bobby at the fucking antique yeah, shop. The, Bobby at the antique shop. Okay. So the boys bail on Felicity, and like, then all of a sudden, immediately, goons try to kidnap Felicity. I don't know. What's going on? Like, 
This is very confusing. Like they, she was just at the place where Lin Toe was at, right? And now they're going to kidnap and her. And they were supposed to be following her. Because well, I mean, well, one her. thing was uh, Winters did tell Lin Toe. He's got he's got something for that girl, so we can use oh. her against him. I, I love that you're getting Meredith's uh, fucking finger wags perfectly. <laughs> he had great finger work. I wish I knew Meredith. Oh, Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith. I'm, I'm thinking of the character Winters. Yeah, I'm sorry, Winters. Okay. And yes, yeah, great finger work. Yeah, great under. Work. He, he actually taught. Billy Drive everything he knows. The only thing better than his finger work was our cab driver who was trying to let uh, Felicity uh, in. Right. When the goons jump out, his hat popped off his head, and he had an O face, and I was like, oh, that's incredible. Uh, I don't know how he did that with his hat. But thank God that mysterious Asian woman is there to save the day again. She's always there when someone's going to get kidnapped. Right. And she kicks ass, and she immediately says, my name's Sue Lin. Like, won't tell Dan her fucking name, but she's like, I'm Sue Lin. I'm here to protect you. Don't worry about it. And they're so, like, great, let's go follow those, those motherfuckers. Yeah, and we follow over to them. They've arrived at Bobby's place, and they find him dead. Face painted. So we know it's that's Linto's fucking thing, is the face paint. Looks like fucking 1988 Sting. I mean, I don't know, it was weird. I, was, I thought they were going to do Crow Sting. Yeah, exactly. I did like the little rat tail, though. It's nice. Yeah, bleached. And like fucking Bob, uh, Jeff's pissed for like five seconds and he immediately gets over it. he just fucking gets on the phone he's like i'll find out where that fucking urn went to or whatever so he calls up finds out it went to this hell spa and so like all right let's go to this hell spa pick this shit up <laughs> so they get to the hell spa and i don't remember how they met up but now sulin yeah they're just, they're just there and felicity they're there and the well, fourth, they were following them so yeah, yeah okay so they all get in the car they're like carpool is cheaper we can take the carpool lane it is la after all yeah and dan's no longer pissed at Blue no City. no that's fine he gets over it right that's his thing right he is very quick to recover he's just like yeah no big deal so they go up to a room and they go hey there's the jar right there there's a guy massaging an old lady's face yeah they're like oh my god what is there anything in that no, the real jar's in the back, like my backup jar. I just got this shit. Yeah, well, yeah, because Jeff, like, taps the jar. He's like, this shit's empty. There's yeah. no fucking statue. Well, the 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 replacement's right. We keep it underneath the fucking staircase for some reason. So they go down there. They find the jar. And they, this is it. We got the fucking golden statue of ecstasy. And just as they say that. Yep. Goons show up. Goons show up. And goons show up. Ass kicking happens, especially when Jim Kelly's involved. So this health spa is also a YMCA. It's everything. It's they everything. got championship table tennis rooms. Yeah, that was good. I like that. Uh, the one thing that I didn't like was I thought we were only going to see this in Highlander 3. Why was there a scaffold match in here, too? I, Why was there people swinging from ropes, <laughs> like, kicking at each other? I hated that. When you got Jim Kelly, you got to showcase his moves. And you really got to show up, Jim Kelly. You know what you need, Griff? You need some saggy old man ass. Why was this in there? They go into a room. It's a bizarre room. There's like a fucking tub where an old man's sitting in it. <laughs> there's a bunch of naked elderly men. There, did you notice the scene, the part where Jim Kelly tripped over the guy's balls? Because they were so saggy. <laughs> God, it was he awful. Almost got, yeah, it was just a scene of naked old white guys. <sighs> it was gross. And I'm going to put a picture of that up on our Twitter so you can see how gross it was. Maybe that's why Jim Kelly's like, guys, maybe I'm not in this movie very much. Because they're like, hey, we're going to have this scene where you're like fighting around these naked old dudes. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. 
And then we see Sue Lin in a hand. You can see Arthur Bishop and Steve playing handball. Sue Lin just is fighting some guys in the middle of it. It's hey, so get out of here. We're playing some <laughs> handball here. Uh, and, and then it, it, it's all looking good for our heroes. They're yes. beating ass all over this YMCA. They win the scaffold match. They win the ball match in the hot tub. They fucking get the Viagra off the pole. They fucking Lynn's, right. you know, wrecking well, people. If that's Viagra, then why the fuck do we need the golden statue? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, everything's looking good. And then suddenly Lynn walks out. Felicity is held hostage. She, that's all head. she's there for is to be held yeah. hostage. It's a good thing they try to counter out Felicity being such a helpless woman with, uh, what's her name? Lin Sue. Su- or not Lin Sue. Sue Lin. That's you Americanized her. I Americanized right there. her. So they go back to Winter's place. Oh, this is the part. There's only yeah. one thing. <laughs> well, he says, because he explains what we, we had the issue with. Why is why didn't he just go straight to Linto? And he's like, middlemen, my dear. The whole world is hinges upon middlemen. And there's only one thing worse than a middleman, and that is a middle woman. Because he's a catty gay guy. He hates women, man. And so he just goes off on this fucking misogynistic rant about broads. It's like straight out of Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> it was good. It was a good Dice Clay bet. Dickery, dickery, duck. This woman is going to drown by the docks. I mean, I know I'm driving dock with dock, but still, it was, it was yeah. good. And But, but he's <laughs> forgiving. He is forgiving. Yeah. But, he's, hey, guys, we're getting it. For the first time in a long time in this movie, the golden statue reveal. Right, we see it. And he's like, I'm going to let you guys watch what this thing can do. And he's like, God damn, haven't you heard Tiger Balls? That'll make your dick hard. Oh, my dear boy. Uh. I don't care. All, all of a sudden, I'm Dr. Smith from Lost in Space. He's like, I don't care about things like sex. Yeah. If you do the seven acupunctures. You will have eternal youth, and I'll be an elderly little man forever. <laughs> this is going back to our Highlander logic, which makes me wonder if Quan was a Highlander, and when he fell, if his head got decapitated. No, he was not, because we'll learn later why that why he wasn't. Oh, okay. But I wish Winters would have told us what's between one and seven, because he does point out, oh. oh, I don't want just one needle. I've come all my life. I'm, I'm, I'm coming dust these days. This is the 70s, okay. where we believed in 90-minute movies, and we believed in using your imagination. If this was made in the 90s, we'd get every fucking point, and they would go into detail about what they do. Use your imagination. Okay. So it's like, oh, and this is my dear boy Claude. I've known him for 30 years. Was this, this guy looks like he's fucking 30-some years old. You, you, you've, known, you've had him as a child? What the fuck? Yeah, this huge yeah. black guy. He is going to try it out for me, my dear boy. Oh, yeah. So this hulking black dude gets up on the table. They just strip him. They don't even do the little like, certain. There's no ceremony here. Gown. They just get him naked. And we just hear the tension. There's boop, a guy like, and he's like, oh, oh, and then corrects himself. Yeah. And then we just see the sweat pouring off a of claw. We're like, holy shit, this guy's gonna explode with jizz. So they've got LA's best. LA's best acupuncturist. Acupuncturist, yeah. okay? And we know LA. It's got it's got plenty of uh, you know, Asian folk and everything because yeah. you can't you can't do action acupuncture unless you're Asian. Right. And you have to wear glasses. But what did you notice about this guy? 
He just had one glass. He didn't have the magnifiers. He didn't have the magnifiers. He couldn't see the pores. He couldn't see the pores. He lost the pores for the trees. Forest for the pores? He lost the pores for the forest? You can't see the pores for the, tre- the trees. There we go. So What's a, what do you call a group of pores? Uh, a porist? A porist. Okay, I can't see the pores for the pores. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so this guy's sweating. Like, holy shit, this is going to explode with shit. This is going to fucking... Everywhere. It's yeah. working. Right. And then... Well, as we've talked about, after you get the first needle in you, Jizz. And so there is just come everywhere at this point. There's, well, there was a guy with a mop. Was, yeah. I, well, yeah. Um, I was just saying, for a PG movie, there was a lot of Jizz. <laughs> as long as you don't see it coming out of the dick, you can <laughs> get a fine, PG rating. Right yeah. And we're like, holy shit, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then he, he gets up off the table, and then... He dies. Poor Claude. Why did I bother getting the greatest action puncher in L.A.? What now? Because like I said, Winters is very forgiving. He's going to give these numbnuts another chance. You, my dear boy, this obviously a statue isn't authentic. How do we know that? Maybe it is the real one, but that guy didn't have the magnifying glasses, and that's why it didn't work. Through his frustration and the failure, his ignorance is showing. He should know better. He should really think about that. It could have been the acupuncture. There's several different things that could have gone wrong right. here, but he just blames it. He doesn't know what to do in the moment, so he just blames it on which you know, once again leads us to the, the 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 theory that there must be something magical about the one golden needles of ecstasy because you could literally take a picture of it, or you could literally make a cast of it yeah. and make a exact duplicate. Right. So. So there has to be something magical about the golden needles of this statue. That's what we said. Maybe Nakano made it. Yeah. So he gives him one more chance. You, my dear boys, will go to Hong Kong and you will find me that statue. This is the worst game of cat and mouse because they're like, you guys go. Lynn, follow them. It's like, (laughs) what the fuck? Just like. Because Lynn needs to get his come up. It's the only reason why. Right, right. So, we're right on the streets of Hong Kong. I love it. We fucking 90s movie. We'd see them getting on the plane, going through customs, taking yeah. a shit. No, we're in Hong Kong. We're in Hong Kong, and Dan immediately is going to every street vendor he can. He's grabbing fistfuls of various skewered seafood. He's in the, he's just, he's in the wet mart, and he's just Snakes. grabbing live creatures. He bites the head off uh, one of the snakes and offers it to And he even says, this is this fucking, I'm back here with all this shit food that I can't stop eating. Yeah. And he's just pouring the shit in his mouth. And as he turns around to get another mouthful of some creature, goons once again kidnap fucking uh, Felicity. Yeah. Why? They're going to do the job. They're there to do the job. Why do they constantly need to keep kidnapping Felicity? Right. But I believe who was it? Somebody had like a full-on GPS location. Well, what happens is they happen to just, so it just so happens they're in the front of Fenzies. Do they capture Lo or uh, Felicity, or do they capture Lotus? No, they capture Felicity. Okay, because he he just, he's chowing down right in front of Fenzies, so he goes into Fenzies, and then he's like, "I need to know where Lotus is." Oh, that's what. It, okay, and she's just like, "I never heard of her." Come on. That's right. We're fellow Hong Kong whores here. Yep. And then she's like, "All right, here's exactly she's where like, Lotus I can't is. say no to you. You're just, you're just so, you're so, your body's so beautiful." Yep. 
and then she gives him the address to Lotus's. Okay. So he heads out to Lotus's. He goes. Uh, he, it's apparently she lives in a canal somewhere. Yeah, that's right. She lived over by the water. Right. Scary territory. Right. And he goes to Lotus's, and he's like, "Look, look, I need that. I need that statue." And she's like, "I, I have the statue. My father." He wanted to. This is why we learned that he's not immortal, because yeah, yeah. he wanted the statue. Right. And he was like, no, no, no. Don't you tell me about your father. Let me tell you about your father. He was the greatest man I've ever known. He screwed me over a lot. Welch on a few bets. <laughs> Every time. Uh, he was nearsighted and farsighted, <laughs> hard of hearing. and He was shortsighted. I, he had some weird fetishes that I won't get into right now, because you are his daughter after all. And she's just like. That's enough for me to give you the statue. Yeah, but all my father, my father did that. He he's loved you like a son, Dan. He stole, he switched switched the statues because he wanted eternal youth, and all I wanted was my father's love, my papa. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Face palms or grabs it out the fucking door. They put it in a fucking crown royal bag for some fucking. I reason. like that. That's a good. It, touch. It's classy. That's classy. Velvet, and he's get, he's he's got his little boy with the the fairy waiting for him. Yep, and then goons once he, goons is this lunge on him. He gets away, gets on the full fairy boat, but they're following him. Very very slow water chase. We get here very slow, and we get we finally get to the other side wherever Dan's trying to go to. Well, he gets on he jumps on another boat. He has to jump on another boat. He's, and he's fighting guys boat to boat. Yep, he's running across the boats and everything. We're seeing this again. Dan has the statue again, and remember, there's needles in it, and it's just in a <laughs> Crown Royal bag. There's nothing making sure those needles stay in place. So what this movie has taught us is that the technology, the the, the secret to this acupuncture is lost forever because there's no way those needles are in the right spot anymore. No well, way. I don't know. They'd be in the same spot. They'd be all bent up and shit. They'd be all bent up. Okay, so I but suppose again, what you're saying is only... needles are very pliable. So oh, are they? okay. Yeah. So they flex. Yeah, they flex. So oh, they're like, they're okay. Like, so maybe like, they're okay. Yeah. Well, who knows? Dan's a fucking oaf, so he doesn't give a shit. He's, his whole thing is, I just want to give him the fucking statue and get my thirty k. Right. Thirty k. Anyway, flips. so why don't they just do that? Why doesn't Win- I guess Winners does not like to be fucked with? So he's like, I have to teach these people a lesson because it's like, just give him thirty k. Here's the statue. He doesn't want it. Dan doesn't want the fucking statue. Yeah, there's I no reason for this. So Dan makes it back to the streets. He's running away. It just so happens that Lintow is there. He's he pulls up in a car. Of course, Felicity's in the car. Right. She tries to get out of the car to yell for Dan, right. like, "Hey, they're here." And I believe she gets stabbed in the ass. I don't remember what happened here. Yeah, she gets stabbed in the shoulder. Oh, in the shoulder. Left shoulder. Left shoulder. And it went all the way through. All the way through. She'll be all right. But she still gets gets stabbed. And then Dan just fucking peels out, takes off. He's being chased by first the goons. And then, you know, when you see monkey see, monkey do, you see somebody doing something, you have to do it. So everyone just starts joining in. I think it's a game of follow the honky or some shit. Right. A hunky seam, hunky do, I guess. And they start chasing Dan. Dan's got a literal mob of people chasing him through the fucking alleyways of Hong Kong. People are like, what the fuck's going on? He killed a child! And so, of course, everyone's like, well, we got some pitchforks nearby. Right. Torches. Dan gets cornered. He, like, there's an alley blocked off by a fence. He climbs the fence. 
There's literally a hundred people. He drops off the statue with yeah. somebody. No, he he passes by uh like a another antique shop, probably owned by a Highlander. Yeah. Drops this. He hides it among these other statues. Yep. And then takes off. Yeah. But they don't care because they think he fucking fiddled some kids or some shit. Right. So they're chasing him. He's cornered. He's yeah. They're like, get the groomer. Right. And like, holy shit, this is it for Dan. But the cops arrive, and they're like, no, 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 no. Nobody killed a kid. Leave the hunky alone. Just right. Let him have his shrimp. And yeah, this is this is a. It was a very long. Like they had this is like ten minute scene. It's and it was very just. Long. It was just. I, and I find it hard to believe Joe Don Baker is going to outrun a mob of a hundred people. Absolutely. But he does it. And then he just climbs down, walks away from the crowd, right. happens on Lynn's car, <laughs> finds like a big piece of fucking wood. Like a two by four. He goes, oh, tough guy. And he breaks the fucking windshield out. He's pissed. Yeah. Lynn gets out. He chases him down. Fucking just kicks him in the butt a couple times. It's the weird thing. They're outside, but there's just a window. Just a window. There's no house around it. There has to be a window. Yeah. It's just so fucking Dan can throw him through the window. It's in front of a, a, a stairway. <laughs> so Lynn rolls down the stairs, lands, he's dead. So that's the whole reason Lynn had to be there so Dan could kill him. Fucking weirdest goddamn movie. Nobody no, nobody cares that someone was just murdered in broad daylight. We're used to seeing that on the streets of Hong Kong. They chase. I guess you can, you can kill anyone but not a child because Dan kills a man and nobody cares. They believe the police here. And the police said he didn't murder a child. So they're like, yeah, whatever. They see him murder Lynn. They're just like, hey, that's not a child. That's a man. While, the, while all that chasing was going on, some guy who we don't know who, we don't know if he's Lynn's goon or a cop, notices the, the statue and then pockets it. So when Dan goes back, he's like, God damn it, where's that fucking statue? And then Sue Lynn pops up, Oh, we have it. Yeah. You know, you will get, and you will get your money, your 30K. While that's going on, we see uh, Felicity getting loaded up in an ambulance. Yep. And she hears 30K. She's like, What? What? So he Dan gets in the ambulance with her, and she's like, 30 fucking K? That's worth a million dollars! What the fuck, you idiot! So you know these, these guys are going to be loved for the rest of their lives, because she's yeah. called him an idiot. Yeah. And the, even the, the fucking EMT's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, EMT was grossed out. But he was also, he had some oysters in his pocket, and he right. was starting to baby murder. <laughs> That's love. That is love right there. And then they just drive off to have a fucking horrible, dysfunctional relationship for the rest of their lives. But a lot of good seafood. A lot of good seafood. It's good protein right there. So there you have it. You should have listened to that episode, people, because it was good. All right. As far as... First off, I... We got to remind everybody, we're going to be... I don't know when it's going to come out, but we're going to be doing a guest spot on the... uh, cult film companion uh podcast so uh look for that it might be out even right now i don't know when the guy's turnover is but yeah uh, if i'll you know i'll let you know on our twitter when that comes out so we're gonna be talking about some dark man dark man used to play that video game sam raimi detroit's own sam raimi yeah and he put his brother in it and stuff or something yeah ted raimi's and he's in every all this shit. okay and so look for that but next week I don't know, like, all right. Pride Month is June, Griff. C. C? As in yes. Oh, Spanish God. for yes. Uh, 
<laughs> and so we thought, hey, we should do something nice for our, our gay li- We got to have some gay listeners, don't we, Griff? Yeah, I'm sure we got one. And if two. we do, I want to hear from you because we've been wanting to do cruising for a while. And I want to have a gay listener just because I want to get the gay perspective on this movie. That would because, be good. Because I, if you don't know what cruising is, it came out in the early 80s. The story is there's a serial killer killing gay men in the leather daddy scene of New York. Al Pacino is a straight cop who goes undercover into the leather daddy scene. Very controversial. It would be even more controversial for its time now. But yeah. even at, even back then, it was a very controversial movie. So I would love to have, if there's a, a, a gay guest who would like to come on, I want to get the gay, like, what did they get right, if anything? What did they get <laughs> wrong? Probably a lot. So if you're interested, look DM me on uh, Twitter, at GNG Theater. And so, never mind that. Getting back to gay pride. We don't know. We've never seen the movie, but for years, Griff and I have heard, heard that Top Gun is a super subversively gay recruitment movie. Right. We were like, hey, let's do that. We'll, we'll judge on her. We'll be very impartial. We will judge to see if this is true or not. But I was like, then I saw Hour 50. and like, oh, fuck. I don't yeah. want to do an Hour 50. I'll let the people decide. So I put a poll up. For two days recently just ended right before we started recording i'm gonna let you guys decide should we do it i said should we do it no sir yes queen we got 28 volts come on man 28 volts we have n- over 900 followers griff 28 that's a that's a pretty bad return yeah i was not happy with that so I'm like, even though the results were a resounding yes, a yes, queen, because it was 21 to 7, okay. which, what the fuck? We got seven homophobes? Don't listen to our show. Yeah, they're going to have a hard time when we do cruising. <laughs> you better believe it. I say no, but I'm going to put the power in Griff's hands for this one. Yeah. Should we or should we not do Top Gun next week? I'm going to go with, yeah. All right. My Yas Queen? Yas Queen. My brother's hounding me on this one. I didn't but know that makes co- me not want to do it even less. I want to punish your brother by saying, no, we don't do it. I didn't even know my brother was a fan of the Top Gun <laughs> franchise, but he's like. Is it a franchise? He just did a second one recently. Yeah, that makes it a franchise, oh, doesn't okay. it? More than one? It's a franchise? Yeah, I believe so. I don't okay. know. But he is like, Griff, I just tweeted Murray to do Top Gun. Yeah, and, and I, he, I ignored it, but yeah. And then he tweeted me again today, you motherfuckers. Need, <laughs> I have never seen my brother this animated. So I got to say, the people uh, clearly want it. They're trying to play it cool because you know, they know. Well, you know, I understand because in the world we live in, people get scared. And they're like, well, if I if, – we've been doing this for four years. I think we've earned your trust. We're not going to do some homophobic hatchet job on this movie. Exactly. We're going to call it right down the middle. As far as we know, it might we might – Say it's a straight movie, and you guys are, like, weird for thinking it's gay. Not to mention, we're, like, in a book deal. I, I forget who's helping us out with it for the Spartan Squad, which is, like... Jack's going to be our ghostwriter. Yeah, writer. Jack, yeah. And and he, by the way, he wants it, too. He went to fucking... He went He went to bat for us. Went to bat, thank you. Okay, yeah, I just blanked I, on that, I that, it, that metaphor. It. He went to bat for us, which people rarely do, because... 
people don't want to be associated with us for some reason. That's terrible. But though. yeah, so all right, I will relent. I'm doing this under duress. Oh, yeah, especially now that I know your brother wants us to do it. I mean, we did this beautiful punk rock movie this week. Took us no time at all. We got right. it in. We got you out. Joe Don Baker all over the place. Seafood. It's time for us to suffer our own seafood justice and do some. I mean, we haven't done a longer movie in a while. So I think I think okay. each month we have to do one longer movie, okay. and I think that's this movie. All right. We, we're heading into the danger zone next week. We're doing Top Gun. I'm so excited. Keep it warm.